What up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And happy late Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. What's up? Yeah, Mother's Day just passed. We're recording after, so happy next Day. Yeah, late <laughs> next year's Mother's Day. Oh, shit. What was that? Uh, it's just some sound effects. Sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we start all our episodes with uh, One Gotta Go. And today we chose... Will Ferrell movies, so like movies that he starred in, right? I'm not going to count any ones that he's like basically just cameoing. So we're doing Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, and Elf. Shit, man. Out of all the comedians, this is he's in my top five for sure. Like movies, right? Not yeah. like stand up. Like just overall, like just funny I, as fuck. Yeah, he's just a funny. He ass is, guy, dude. Man. He's funny as fuck. You see him on like late night TV show. Anything you see him on, he's fucking hilarious. I, I feel like the reason I like him a lot too is because he's got like a really awkward funniness, where it's kind of like he has like this blank stare a lot of the time, and he's just like, I don't know. It's I, I can't explain it. It's something you have to watch. Hopefully everybody's seen these movies because they're all... Yeah, these are like his biggest, biggest movies, I would say. Like throwbacks. But like there's movies. some that like I can think of that I would that are like super funny to me specifically. Uh-huh. Like but Kicking and Screaming. Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> Damn, I <laughs> With forgot about the little that. soccer movies like Pass to the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dope-ass like movie. Espresso Machine. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. But out of these four, you want to go first or you want to go second? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. So, first off my list, it's going to be Talladega Nights for me, man. You got to keep Talladega Nights first, huh? I probably watched this movie, like, as much as I've watched, um... Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans, bro. (laughs) Holy crap. I forgot. I lost it there for a moment. Yeah. Remember the Titans and Talladega Nights, like... Talladega Nights is is like that sort of movie I just turn on and I'm like, shit. You know, it's just kind of playing in the background sometimes, but I know when the parts yeah, come up. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones that's like background noise. Yeah, yeah. But you're still laughing. Like, yeah. you don't even have to see it anymore. You can just hear the audio and you're like, oh, that's fucking funny because yeah, you can yeah, picture man. it. It throws me back. Like, it really exaggerates like a NASCAR driver life of so much, you know, because that's what I expect when I think about a NASCAR driver. Right. And the comedy just kills me, man. There's this part where where they're at the dinner table and he <laughs> starts arguing about like baby Jesus because that's his favorite Jesus. Yeah, like he he prays, but he prays to baby Jesus He's only. Like, He's a grown man for God's sake. He's yeah. like, I like the winter. Jesus. Him and uh John C. Riley, his co star, you know, the the guy who drives oh, the old man. spice car. They feed off each other so they well. yeah, they have a lot of like they have really good chemistry in movies. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just real notable parts is also when they're at the table and he's like, what'd you, what'd you do today? Oh, we just went down to the river and threw some war medals of chips off the bridge. That's their grandpa, right? Yeah. I remember that. Like, his little kids are spoiled as fuck, right? They treat them like crap, dude. They treat Chip like crap. Um, just so many iconic parts. And then his buddy, which he always lets him win, you know, he ends up like, stealing his wife and his house and all this and it was just crazy the magic man man yeah yeah the magic man and it was crazy he's like he calls him one day and he's like is your house haunted <laughs> he's hey, like, oh, no man i don't want to talk to you i always thought that was weird because like i get it's a comedy and it's funny and it's just 
they come at that perspective so different because they're all like, he's talking to his friend and he's all like, we're still best friends though, right? <laughs> You're still going to be my best man. Yeah, right? no, no. He's like, no, you stole my wife. And he's all like, yeah, man, but come on. Like, he's still trying to be his best friend. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't realize what he did, but. I mean, it's kind of like a karma kind of moment, though, too, because he treated him like crap most of his career, like as far as winning goes. Yeah, as know? far as winning. Like, he never let him get a win. Yeah, yeah, never. And there's also, <laughs> I remember the part where, like, they try to trick him into thinking one of the mechanics is dead. And then he's just, like, creeping around the corner looking, and he's like, I thought you said he was dead, man. Yeah, I'm man. just trying to give you some inspiration. Te- Teledega Knights did... You know, NASCAR is fucking boring, in my opinion, anyway. Oh, man. I'm not a NASCAR fan either. I cannot fucking take... They just turn left for fucking 500 laps. Yeah, I can't. I can't. But (laughs) in this movie, they just make it... You don't even see the racing that much. You only see them, like, winning the race, you know, like, small scenes. But the comedy just, like... Uh, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen, right? Yeah, John Gerard, I think is his name. Yeah, in the movie, John Gerard. But he's in there and, like... He's got that weird ass accent and he's like gay. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god. In the in the you remember that part where he's like say you like grapes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's like holding his arm he's like say it. I'm not going to say it, man. I'm not going to say it. And then he breaks his arm, bro. Oh yeah, when he breaks his arm. Grapes. So, I think yeah. like one of the most memorable scenes for me is when he jumps out of the car. And he's like, he thinks he's on fire. I'm on fire. He's like, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. And then like, people are like, you're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. And he's like, and he starts like slapping them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. He always he has the, underwear, bro. He does that a lot, huh? He does, he's got that. In a lot of his movies, it's the antics that he does along with like, because he has this thing that he does where he yells. Yeah, yeah. But But he yells like really random type things at people and it's just funny as fuck in like every movie yeah yeah he's he's just so perfect especially with that john c Riley guy like like you said they've yeah, he's really good with mark Wahlberg too though man him yeah. and mark Wahlberg fuck shit up in some movies well, that's kind of the thing with will ferrell i feel like he he can play he off anyone well with with people yeah yeah i think he can play off anyone yeah because i don't feel like he played off anybody necessarily well, John Ditka actually in Kicking and Screaming, right? Yeah, yeah. And his dad. So, and I mean, those were more serious roles, those two. And he's still like, he did a great job at being the funny guy, you know. But yeah, for sure, number one off my list, Talladega Nights. Like I said, I've watched it. I want to say at least fifty times. It's probably been a couple years since I watched it, but I probably when I did, I binged it for like fifty times. All right. Well, for me. Out of these four, number one is Step Brothers. It recently came back on Netflix, and I rewatched it like twice already. Yeah, shit's funny. It's such a good movie, bro. He puts his nuts on the fucking drum set, and he's just like moving them around. <laughs> and, you know, they have this big scene in the movie, like at the beginning where they're fighting, and they're like fucking hitting each other in the head with golf clubs and <laughs> bikes. And it's so weird because they're like 40 years old. But they live with their parents. And how did they, like, the whole coincidence that their parents would meet and they'd both have, like, these 40-year-old kids still living with them? Yeah, they, like, sleepwalk and don't even really have, like, respect for themselves. Yeah, it's, man, the most memorable part in this movie is when they want to build the bunk beds. 
Oh, the bunk beds. He's like, we have so much room for activities. Yeah. And then the bunk bed breaks, and they're like, why'd you let us do that? Oh, yeah, I know. It's like a little cut, and he's freaking out about it. Yeah, it, man. Holy crap. Step Brothers, like, this is a hard-ass list because, you know, two of them have John C. Riley and fucking Will Ferrell and – it's just man, Step Brothers. Anchorman's got a crazy out. Like they got fucking Steve Carell and it does, man. Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is. In I there. can't remember the other dude's name right now. Yeah, those are legendary guys, though, man. Too. Fuck. So Step Bros comes out first for me, just because it's uh, I don't know, it's just fucking funny all the way through. Yeah, yeah. And when they. <laughs> He basically like gets like molested by um the wife, right? Yeah, the by the yeah, the brother's wife. She just like molests him pretty much and he's just like, "What's happening?" "Oh my god, I like this." And then like, <laughs> you know, cuz he punched him in the face. Oh, his name's Derek cuz he punched fucking Derek in the face. Yeah, Derek's like this douche stepbrother, you know. It's her brother. Yeah, so Stepbros is fucking hilarious. And they, I don't know, it was just weird. Those two play off of each other so well in that movie. And there's this whole, like, they're even scared of, like, little kids. Remember when they get picked on by, like, the kids at the playground? <laughs> yeah. You've seen it to the end, right? You know how they have that extra, like, end scene where they come back and beat the shit out of, like, all the little kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they make them eat shit and stuff. So for me, Step Bros comes off first. It's like a good progression, too, because they go from like totally dependent on their parents. And by the end of it, you know, they're like independent. Because Yeah, but then it kind of like comes back to them being dependent on their parents again. Sort of. I mean, it comes back to their it plays back to their childishness for sure. Um, But I'm just going to go ahead and say, man, Step Brothers is my number two. That's your number two? Yeah, that's my number two for sure. Like there's this part where he's like. They're about to move in, Will Ferrell and his mom. Right. Moving with John C. Riley. And he's like trying to convince him, you know, what what if he gets tired of the old bull? Decides he wants the young calf. Oh yeah, when they're talking about his mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just trying to like convince him not to play, not not to let him move in or whatever. And then even later on, when the parents are gonna get divorced, they're trying to sell the house and they're just deterring all these people from buying it. One of them, like, one of them pretended to be dead. He's like, oh, he just passed away. Yeah, and then they also pretended like be like KKK, KKK, yeah. KKK members and like Nazis. Lawn. Yeah. The KKK, yeah. That shit was so good, man. That's, that's, oh, there's also this part. There's so many parts. Like, <laughs> there's so many memories. So many moments, right? Yeah, like when they go to the interview together. <laughs> and at first you're like, Oh, he's just in an interview or whatever. They're wearing fucking tuxedos though, right? So it's like Yeah, yeah. And then you see one of them pop out from behind the other one. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, This is just a janitor job. With uh They interview with what's his face? Oh, that fucking dude from Knocked Up and uh Seth Rogan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of them farts. Yeah. He's like he's that like tomato and ketchup. He's gonna hire them too. He's like gonna give him the job, then he just fucking farts and he's like, you know what? Now the tuxedos seem kind of douchey. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, for sure. That's my number two, man. So you went Talladega Nights and then Step Bros? Yeah, Talladega Nights, Step Bros in that order. Man. Okay, so Step Brothers for me. And then 
like these are so fucking like barely edging each other out. It's hard for me to pick, but I think for number two, I gotta go with Elf. Damn, fucking Elf, dude. That's a that's a good ass movie. That's like the Christmas movie for me. That's some wholesome ass comedy too. Like yeah, exactly. It's like bro. there's like maybe slight jokes that are like kind of dirty a little bit, but like not oh, really. Man. It's like a family movie where he's just doing stupid shit. Like, you know, <laughs> even when he gets pissed off, he's like, son of a nutcracker. Dude, when I play video games now and I'm like talking shit to people on the games, like my friends and shit, I still call them cotton headed ninny muggins, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit is so funny to me. He's all like, I'm not a good elf. I'm a cotton headed ninny muggins. And all the <laughs> other elves are like, <gasps> like it's a bad word. It's the worst word. Yeah. Like it's the worst yeah. thing ever. And he never like thought it was weird that he was fucking like six three and everybody else was four feet tall. Yeah, yeah, that that part's funny, man. When he's showering and he's just like splashing the water from up because the fucking shower's like three feet high. Oh, I like when he um. I guess there's so much shit in Elf, but like Elf and the Grinch when it comes to Christmas movies anywhere, like probably the top two. And uh, Home Alone. Okay, I don't know. That's a different discussion. Anyway, well, even a Christmas story, bro. There's it's, it's good. There's a lot, but Elf is up there. But you know when he first shows up to New York and they just show him being like super playful and um, like naive to what society really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like eating the gum off of like the side of like the streets on the just on posts and shit. Yeah, he just yeah, he's just okay. eating a bunch of it or like um. They make it seem like he's a badass, so like an elf can do like snow type thing. So they have that snowball fight and he's fucking nailing kids with like 50 snowballs. <laughs> yeah, man. Holy shit. And then there's a, that part where he's at the store and he's like arguing. He's like, I'm singing in the store. Yeah, I'm singing. And then the manager comes up because he's he's dressed as an elf and there's a bunch of elves at the mall. Yeah, he basically gets a job without like applying. Yeah, he just yeah. starts working there. The manager's like, hey. There's no singing in the North Pole. <laughs> and he's like, yes, there is. Yeah, yeah we sing all the time. <laughs> While we're building toys. Yeah, yeah, that shit's funny, bro. Yeah, like, dude, he the beats- way they tied that story in was so awesome because he's so – I forgot what the word is. It's like he's so oblivious to it. Right. He's naive. He fits, so, he fits well with that community in that mall, you know? And then he ends up meeting that girl too and he's like – He's like so innocent. They make his character so innocent in the movie. And she's like showering and singing in the shower. And he's in there just like singing with her. She's yeah. like, what are you doing? Get out of here. He doesn't even think it's weird. He runs into the fucking yeah. wall too when he does that shit. Because <laughs> he covers his eyes. Yeah, he freaks out. <laughs> Damn, man. That's that's a good ass movie. Oh, there's so many good fucking parts. Like when he, they're like, there's even parts in there where I would, like it even makes your stomach kind of like, ugh. Like when he eats that spaghetti oh, covered yeah. in like syrup and syrup. candy and he like, makes it for everybody and he packs it. <laughs> Zip lock pack. It's like I even made you something to go. Dude, I think it's the same mom. Oh yeah, it is, is it the same dad? No, no, it can't be. Oh, it might be actually. What the fuck? That's like an aha moment. Yeah, we're having a fucking what the fuck moment right now because we know for sure it's the same mom. I don't know if it's the same dad. I don't know if it's just like Will Ferrell's got his own fucking crew like Adam Sandler. You know, it's just the five dudes he hires all the time. I don't think so, man. This guy's got 
Oh, well, Pablo's going to look it up. I'm going to keep explaining why Elf is the shit. So, um, oh, there's just so many good things. I think I like how um, he's ba- he learns, he like rides, what's that fucking big whale thing at the beginning? Oh, no. The Norwal. Yeah, he like says bye to the Norwal and then he rides a piece of fucking ice from the North Pole to New York. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, how do you even do that? Like, I don't get that. And then he, like, he remember he tries to hug that raccoon and it starts beating the shit out of him yeah, and, like, yeah. scratches him and bites God him and shit. It. And then when he buys his dad that present and it's, like, lingerie. Yeah, it's women's lingerie, dude. There's so many good mo- He's good at, like, some movies are, like, funny at the beginning and then they tailor off or they're, like, not funny at the beginning and they like it hits a peak where it starts getting good but like yeah, his yeah. movie is good all the way fucking through bro Shit. he makes fucking banger ass movies he really does yeah it's not it's not the same dad oh but it looks like him yeah, though. it's it the looks, mom though for sure right yeah the mom is is the same person her name's mary steenbergen huh yeah that's crazy i didn't notice that until you just said it with the mom yeah so step bros and elf for me and that's my Ooh, first two man. so now it's just what do you got left? So I got Anchorman and Alf left. Yeah, that's a fucking hard one. So I'm going to talk about pros for both. So in Anchorman, like, it really, really, they capture, like, <laughs> Ron a Burgundy. 70s <laughs> douchebag television star, like, fucking, star, you know? He's it's, like, so perfectly. He's tough. so fucking funny as Ron Burgundy, bro. He's such a douche. And, man, dude, there's, like, so many parts, too, because there's... The part that that mainly stuck out to me was when they put on this panther cologne that's like banned from certain countries. And so Paul Rudd puts it on and he goes into the studio and people just start naming off all this nasty shit that it smells like. It's, he's <laughs> like, it works 60% of the time, all the time. And Ron Burgundy's like, that doesn't even make sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> so then this guy puts it on, Paul Rudd. Walks into the studio and somebody's like, smells like a baby's diaper with Indian food. What the fuck? It's just that that moment was so funny to me because this cologne was supposed to be the shit, you know, it it has real panther in it. And and then they're like, oh, no, that that stinks. That stinks, you know, and then they all end up leaving. And there's this cut scene where they go into where they're just like spraying them down with the hose. The whole movie is just so funny, man, because it's also like all these guys are douches against women, too, because his co-anchor's a woman. And yeah, they're like fucking womanizers. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. They've got yeah. no respect for women at yeah, all. Yeah, and it's got Steve Carell, Paul Rudd are the two. Which is which is funny as fuck, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for that time. Yeah, I mean, for the 70s. But she doesn't take shit either. Like, they really... She ends up being with him, right? Yeah, he still ends up seducing her. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking weird. So, I mean, there's just a lot of funny moments in that movie. It's a little bit older for me because I remember watching it a long time ago. Well, yeah, they're all pretty old, man. I think Step Brothers is the newest one, right? Maybe Talladega Nights. Yeah, those two are, are newer. Maybe Elf. I don't fucking remember, dude. And Elf, I mean, we talked about Elf quite a bit, man. There's just so many moments in Elf. The only thing that like kind of deters me from Elf is that 
I wouldn't watch it outside of Christmas time. That's true. It's got a seasonal vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. But who An- knows? And Maybe Anchorman's, like, in terms of cast, Anchorman's fucking got, like, really funny motherfuckers in there. A lot, yeah, yeah. I mean, Steve Carell's one of my other, like, top five funniest guys. He's, he's so good, dude. Yeah. and He was The Office. Pretty much, yeah. When he left, it just all turned to nothing, man. So... I mean, we've we we talked about Elf quite a bit. Anchorman. I mean, it's a good movie. It's got a great cast, but I'm gonna have to let go of Anchorman, man. You're losing Anchorman. Yeah, I'm getting rid of Anchorman. I'm keeping Elf, just because, like, for some reason, even though it's got such a star cast, and you know, it's it's funny. It is. I just I never find myself ever saying, "Oh shit." You know, if I see Anchorman on TV, let me watch that, you know? If Elf's on any time of the year, like, I'd probably watch it. I just get drawn more to it during Christmas time because it's a movie I watch every Christmas. It's like a tradition almost. And I just like the wholesome funniness, you know? You don't see a lot of that anymore, which isn't a bad thing because, I mean, as a society, I feel like we're all switching to, like, more vulgar comedy or whatever. That's true. But... I feel like Elf still competes with those vulgar movies, you know? So I'm going to go ahead and keep Elf just based on the fact that the wholesomeness of it, the rewatchability of it, um, those are those are my two big, big points for sure. I just, uh, out of these four, I feel like it's the less memorable for me. All right, well, Man. I got Talladega Knights and Anchorman left. That's tough, bro. Yeah, that's hard. All is all of these are pretty hard, though. It's like, how the fuck do you choose? You know, just good movie after good. Some, He's got some got shitty good. movies, but it's like good movies. The other fucking dude is a uh, David Cockner's his name from Anchorman. Even Ben Stiller's in that movie. The fucking dude with the cowboy hat the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy's pretty funny, man. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. He reminds me of, like, trailer park movies for some reason. (laughs) Because he plays that redneck vibe all the time. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Not like cowboy, but like like a super funny version. Like, it's not funny, but like making fun of a cowboy sort of type thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, for me, Anchorman and Talladega Nights. uh, I'm taking Talladega Nights. Because um, it's got the most quotables. I feel like it's so easy to quote Talladega Nights. It's just this is one part where he's all like, if you don't chew Big Red, well, then fuck you. <laughs> and that's like the most memorable thing to me out of any Will Ferrell movie that I've heard ever. <laughs> that's so true, man. Because he's doing the little commercials and he's just like, well, fuck that's you. That's like out of nowhere, too, because it's just showing a bunch of ads. He even does a Chinese one where he's like, bing chong, ding chong. <laughs> So uh, for me, Talladega Nights, Edges Out, Anchorman. Anchorman out of the four is probably like the one I would watch the least too. Just because, I don't know, it it didn't really... I I like it, but it's just, in comparison, it didn't have much rewatch for me. There was no like rewatchability for me. Like I watched it a couple times, but the rest of them, like you said, if I was scrolling through cable and I just saw it on a channel, I'd probably watch it doesn't even matter where the starting point is. Like if I'm halfway through, quarter of the way through, yeah, yeah. I would watch any of the other three before I watched Anchorman. Yeah, I agree, man. I just 
I don't know what it is about it either because, I mean, it's funny. It's got a star cast. Like, all these guys are great. And the girl. I just, I don't know, man. There's something about it. I, just I think for a groovy vibe, you know, about it. Like, it's, yeah, I it's think out of our time period. For me, it's the, uh, it's a, his per, his character, like, because like, I'm thinking of, like, the character he plays in all the movies. And Ron Burgundy is funny, but I don't think he's as funny as, like, his other, the other three characters. Yeah, I agree. Like, because an elf, he carries the movie by himself. I don't, I don't know. And Talladega Nights, it's just fucking, that's fucking legendary movie, in it my opinion. I don't know what it is about that movie that is so good, but like. It's like so stupid. Yeah. That it's so good, dude. I don't, I can't explain it. Yeah, like you watch it and it doesn't make, it's like just. It makes sense. Everything is super exaggerated. Super, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he literally like looks his like. Uh, father-in-law in the eyes and he's all like only good thing you ever did was make a hot daughter <laughs> <laughs> and like the shit ass kids and the mom like converts them to like little angels like so exaggerated you know like the kids are out of control she does some like so we both got rid of anchorman shit. yeah damn do you have a if you had like uh oh what's the, what am i thinking of right now honorable mention for a will ferrell movie what would you think of because he's got a lot of movies there's got to be one other one where you you could have thought was just as good. I don't know, man. There's so many good movies for Will Ferrell. For me, it's semi-pro. The basketball one? Yeah, yeah. I never well, really watched that one, actually. Semi-pro, where he invents the fucking alley-oop. And his team's in the ABA, not the NBA, right? So the whole point of the movie is like they're merging the ABA and the NBA. Okay. But his team is fucking trash. So they're not going to get put in the league. So he convinces everybody like the top four teams should do it. So his team's trying to rally and make it top four. And they're like, you know, the whole point is for them to like get enough fans and shit. <laughs> so he does a bunch of stupid shit. Like he does like promotions where like um, he wrestles a bear. Yeah, yeah. He does a promotion where um, this guy takes like a half court shot and he wins $10,000, but he doesn't have the money. So he gives him like a fake ass check. <laughs> it's just like a homeless hippie dude. Damn, bro. And then he's there's uh it's so good. There's a part where um his team there's a certain point total they have to hit, right? Mm -hmm. I think it was a point total. I can't remember exactly, but they have to hit the certain point total and then they'll uh free hot dogs for everybody in his stadium. And they're getting really close, and he doesn't have the fucking hot dogs. So he starts blocking his own teammates' shots <laughs> and stealing the ball from his own teammates. <laughs> God damn it. So, I don't know. That's I my honorable mention. It's the one that I think of that's really good. If I if I had to give an honorable mention, there's so many good ones, man. Just to name a few, Night of the Roxbury, uh, Get Hard. Did you ever watch that one? Get Hard is which one? It's the one where uh, he hires um, Kevin Hart. To make him like a thug, basically. No, I haven't seen that one actually. So, I mean, there's just so many. You mentioned one. Blades of one Glory of was good. Ones, bro. One of my top ones is Kicking and Streaming. But I'm just gonna go with the other guys. It's gonna be my honorable man. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, the yeah, other guys. Yeah, he just he does so well with freaking Mark Wahlberg in that movie, and <laughs> he's like, he's like really passive in that movie. Because he's, like, got an extremely hot wife, which is, like, Eva Longoria, I think. Yeah, all the no, girls are, like, yeah. It's not Eva Longoria, but. 
It's Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez, yeah, yeah. And Mark Wahlberg is like the more boisterous, like out there kind of character. Will Ferrell's like the guy that just wants to do paperwork. And there's this part where like ho- hobos have like an orgy in his car. <laughs> I think that pretty much started off like their whole thing because they did that movie, right? And then him and Mark Wahlberg did like Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home 2. And yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they have another one or at least something else that was coming out. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard of any other movies actually with the both of them. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, Will Ferrell, one got to go. We both lost Anchorman. It was kind of surprising to me because I thought, like, when I first looked at the list, I had no idea who which one I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. But as we talked about it, I was like, Anchorman is the one that I have the least memories of and haven't seen as much. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like, that's the only reason it fell short. It's because it's like, um, you put these four movies, I like all four. And then it was in my head, it was just like, which one do I watch more? Like, which one would I watch more? Yeah, yeah. As soon as you told it to me, I, I knew. Oh, yeah, you had it in your head? Yeah, yeah. Because, like you said, the other three just stood out to me right away. Like, in comparison? Classics, man. Classics. Like, I can't, I can't really quote a part in Anchorman, but I can quote a part in each of the other movies, like, pretty easily without having to think about it too much. Yeah, without having to look shit up. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Let us know who you would have picked, man. Come on. All shit, right. Shit. Well, that was a good one. Gotta go, bro. We gotta cut to a commercial real quick. Cool. Fucking Will Ferrell killing it in the movie game. And we're back from our commercial break. It's the same commercial every time, but uh, they still haven't paid us either. We're making no money from this. The um, one gotta go was fucking dope. Will Ferrell's a fucking baller. But uh, we're going to move on to some interesting things we saw. And something that I thought was really funny in the news was Elon Musk, bro. He threatened to, like, move his uh, HQ from California from California to uh, Texas or Nevada just because they wouldn't let him open, like, last Friday. Because he wanted to open up, and the county was like, no, we got to make sure that, like, corona concerns are all gone and everything. So he basically threw like a little fucking bitch fit on Twitter and just was talking about how like he was going to sue the county and uh, he was going to move the HQ and they don't treat Tesla right over there. Yeah, I did. I did hear a little bit about it. I just uh, I know Elon was getting a lot of shit, though. At least that's what I heard. All the headlines I saw was that, you know, he. Elon was throwing a fit, basically. Yeah, it seems like a fucking... And I didn't really look into it too much, but I feel like... I'm going to side with the county on this one, bro. I feel like they they were right in not letting him open. Alameda County? Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they going to give him special treatment just because of that, you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know what he was so worked up about. Like, why did he think he was going to be able to open a giant-ass Tesla, like... Factory, factory, a bunch of people, yeah, yeah, like car sense. production. Like, I'm sure he could have like opened maybe like certain sections of it. Like, if he was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna have people work and do this or that," it's like a slow build up. Yeah, yeah. But I think he was trying to just like start operations up. Yeah, just and he was gonna do normal, it. I think he was gonna do it against the rules too, because he had set it up for them to do it, and then they sent him like a. I don't know exactly what kind of letter I want to say. It was like a cease and desist letter, basically, where they were just like, you can't do it. The county fucking general dude 
said no or whatever. It seems really weird to me that uh, a billionaire like that, I'm sure he's losing money. Like, I don't, I don't want to say he's not losing money because, like, his shit's not operating right now, right? I mean, that's that's cool and everything, but, I mean, I don't think he's losing so much that he's going to go broke. Well, yeah, he's not going to go. I don't think he'll lose so much he's going to go broke either. This is, like, a huge-ass company, bro. But, like, that's, that's just how billionaires are, I guess. <laughs> I don't know because he's the only one that made headlines, man, and – I feel like he's a pretty progressive dude, so I don't know. I don't. Know I think that's why he made the headlines, though, because he's so progressive, and people view him as someone that like, like an influencer. An influencer, that. yeah. He's like trying to. He's or at least he says I don't know for sure. I don't follow him that well, but like he says, he's doing all this to help the environment. He's made rockets that are like, uh, can land themselves so that they don't have to waste all those materials, you know, and spend millions all the time. So he's he seems like a pretty stand up dude. So it seems like this. The media highlights this because it makes a stand-up dude seem kind of like a douche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's weird too because the two states you mentioned are like super conservative. Yeah, but I think they're the one mentioned that he was going to move to. That's true. They're conservative, but I think it, they're the states that have opened up already, right? Um, I don't recall. I don't recall if Utah's like opened up all the way. No, Nevada. Nevada. I mean, Texas sorry. and Nevada. Yeah, Nevada and Texas. I don't know either, but I've, like, I'm sure that the only reason he would mention them is because they're two of the states that have opened more shit, right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably Cause why. Because he's, he's got to make his point. He's a fucking genius. I'm sure he knows things. <laughs> yeah, shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems so petty to me, kind of. I mean, I know he's losing a shit ton of money, but like in comparison, him losing a shit ton of money, in my perspective, would be like if I lost like a hundred dollars, you know, it's like it would suck ass. Worse, but. bro. It, for him losing money, it's like losing pennies, bro. I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of feel like I'm on the other side. <laughs> with you, because yeah. I, I would it would hurt me to lose a hundred bucks, dude. Yeah. If I lost a penny, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think he's making more of like a statement sort of thing, you know, like because there's a lot of people that disagree with the whole shutdowns. That's know? true. And because in one of the tweets, I don't remember it specifically, but he does say that the county is going against like things that the president and certain other high power officials have said. Yeah. Yeah. So he felt like he was unjustly told. No, he's even suing, I think, or threatened to sue. Damn, bro. He's, he's actually been in the news for more than that. I don't know if you heard though. Yeah. For his son's name. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about his son. So he had like a baby and he named it X A E A dash 12. X A D A E E is an Edward dude. So like X A E A dash twelve. How do you pronounce that? So it's spelled X, and the A E is pronounced as Ash, and then the A twelve, bro. So it's like so he's X Ash Ash. It's X Ash A twelve. That's his kid's fucking name. What's his kid a fucking robot? I don't fucking know, bro. Have you seen the movie AI? No, I haven't. You don't remember that one? It's pretty old, but it's um basically they create artificial artificial kids. Uh-huh. And they're like little intelligent kids and like one kid it's about one kid specifically. But like that's what I picture right there. It's just like a little robot, artificial, not real human. And they're like, let's just call them fucking dash twelve nine XY barcode. Weird. Yeah, I guess they're, say- they're saying that the AE is the 11 spelling of AI. 
which I guess is shorthand for artificial intelligence. I don't know, man. It's it's just fucking weird, okay? <laughs> like, but can he just be Roger or something, bro? I don't fucking know. Like Roger, name him fucking like get, well, get even even Elon isn't a name you hear much, right? Like I've but, never heard anybody named Elon. But bro, it wasn't something. I guess I guess to his to his credit, you know. Elon wasn't something, but now it's like a household name. Oh, yeah. It's a household name yeah. for sure. I'm sure there's been Elons now, like new babies born named Elon. All right. Well, let's move on from uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, this billionaire being a little petty. Let's talk about how uh, my boy, Captain America, Chris Evans. Fucked up his <laughs> dog's hair. <laughs> yeah, fucked up his dog's hair. He, um, Good thing that dog's not out there looking for bitches, you know? <laughs> We don't know if it's a girl dog. Well, maybe it's a lesbian <laughs> dog. We don't know that either. That's true, I guess. I don't know the orientation of this dog. But uh, the quarantine haircut thing was going around, and he was like, he put up a post. He's like, I convinced my dog to let me cut its hair. <laughs> and he fucking fucked that dog up. You know, man, I didn't hear about this until today when you told me about it. But it's so relatable to my life right now. Because I got three boys. And you want to give them haircuts? Myself too. No, I don't give a shit, dude. I'll let their hair grow out. Like, right? My dad traumatized me with childhood haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, How? So fuck that. He used to give me like bull cuts, bro. Because I never really to save the twelve dollars. Not necessarily, because I was pretty much paying for my own shit. I was just a cheap ass, and we had clippers at home. So I was like, all right, dad, just cut it and. Yeah, man, I got bullied at school because of my haircut. Because he'd give me some bull ass haircuts, <laughs> and people would talk shit. Yeah, yeah, you could tell these motherfuckers were looking, and I'd like to see him say something now. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because my wife, she follows some haircut dude on YouTube that's really famous. Okay. And he said, "If you're gonna cut your own hair, don't wait till your barber opens up. But if you do," He just does a YouTube video about how to cut hair. Pretty, pretty well, what does he say about cutting your head, your kid's hair? Um, well, <laughs> sh- sh- he hasn't said shit, right? Because he probably has said it, but I didn't look into it. Because my wife cut her own hair, bro, based on like the video that he showed it. I saw the picture, man, but I couldn't really tell the difference because it was like a front-facing picture. Yeah, yeah. I could only tell the length was different. Oh, my wife's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like used rubber bands and. I'm over here, like, fucking putting our new dining table together. And she's like, you need to cut my hair. I'm like, I'm busy, man. What are you talking about? You need to cut my hair. Yeah, yeah. So she just had me, like, cut it. Like, if I was going to cut someone's hair, like, I wouldn't mind, like, let's say you brought your kids over, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can practice on kids when they're, like, fucking five. And by the time they're, like, ten, like, you're fucking giving them good haircuts. I I would assume. But, like, cutting a girl's hair would feel so, like, I feel like you need real technique for that. Because there's, like, layering. Yeah, I don't want to say technique because it takes technique to cut hair, but I want to say it'd be harder to learn for a a guy to cut a girl's hair. That was the whole point of his video, man. He made it easy to cut hair because the rubber bands, like you had to hold the hair straight down, not like forward any because then it would throw it off or something. I don't know. It was all weird. But yeah, I mean. So you cut your wife's hair? Yeah, yeah. But it didn't come up, come out as fucked up as uh his dog? What was it, Ryan Reynolds? Or no, it's Chris it? Evans. Chris Evans. Captain fucking, America, yeah, bro. You guys need to look up that video, man. That dog's jacked up. Yeah, it looks terrible. It looks like it went through a fire because <laughs> there's like chunks missing. It's weird because it wouldn't even seem like it's a dog. 
right? So like you put you use the same size clipper and you just go all over your dog. I yeah, don't know yeah. how the, how the fuck You're he to style got those weird ass like upward motions. It looks like the dog has like some stripes and then some not stripes <laughs> like spots and shit. Yeah, man, that shit's crazy. That thing went that went so viral. It almost went as viral as this fucking little girl that was singing um Okay, so these are like the exact lyrics that she was singing. It's this little girl with a guitar, right? She's like, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there is astronauts. Maybe there is aliens. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Man, dude, I've never seen something so gruesome be so cute. It's like a 20 second clip. I'm gonna be honest. And it's got like fucking millions of views, bro. Like Last I saw it was like 9 million. When I first saw it, dude, I watched it like five times in just like a minute. Cause it was just so funny. Here's my question for you. Do you think the little girl actually came up with those lyrics or the mom came up with them and it was like, hey, let me film you do this? Because that, That's a good question. And I'm just going to say that I think she randomly sang it and then the mom staged the second part. Okay, that makes sense. Because kids are really like having my own kids. My kids say some crazy shit, bro. Like just funny. Yeah, I can see some kids say this for sure. But like... <clears throat> You think, like, the mom wrote it for her and then had her, like, sing it in front of a camera? I could see a kid saying, like, I wonder what's inside your butthole. But then I think the mom added, like, maybe there is astronauts, maybe there is aliens. I don't know, bro. There's kids that just know shit about, like, certain topics. Like, like our little nephew, bro. Our cousin Ruben's son. Oh, yeah. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, bro. Like, he just knows... He can name off dinosaurs. That's crazy. He's like five. Like, I don't even know dinosaur names. Yeah, that's true. I can't fucking like, or at least not like real names. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this girl was into like outer space or whatever. And that's why she wonders if it's in your butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's really hard to stage kids without showing like pureness of it. I feel like you give it a couple of days and she's going to be on Ellen. (laughs) Probably man. Getting some free charmin or something yeah know. she's gonna be on ellen they're gonna be like we're gonna redecorate your bathroom and then she's like oh we're getting you ellen underwear yeah bro <laughs> it's a funny video though i don't know what do you think i think the mom like i said i think the girl was probably like singing the uh, i wonder what's inside your butthole and then she probably said something else i don't think she said maybe there's astronauts maybe there's aliens but i could see her being like i wonder what's inside your butthole because little kids be saying weird shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But I think the mom just kind of, like, cleaned it up a little bit, you know, made it a nice two good sentences, and then was like, just sing this. <laughs> it's crazy how going viral can change somebody's life. Because it's funny as fuck. Because, like, parents doing shit to kids is hilarious. Remember when that a trend where uh, the parents would walk up to the kid with, like, the camera and then just throw a piece of cheese in their face? Just a slice of American cheese, Somebody just smack him to a baby, and I just like, smack him in the face with the American cheese. I fucking loved those videos, bro. Those videos are pretty funny, but some of them go too far, bro. People do go too far, like the punishment videos go too far. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the wholesome ones, like the ones that I think it's like Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. They do like this thing where like you tell your kids you ate their candy, their Halloween candy, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I did that to my kids this last year. I didn't record it because I just did it for chuckle, like a chuckle, you know, like just a laugh. Yeah, shit like that is cool. But like there is some where like they they give their kid a fucked up haircut and they're like, hey, go to school like that now. And it's just like, whoa, man, 
your kid's just gonna get fucking made fun of. And I'm and I'm talking from my perspective. If I saw a kid come to school like that when I was in school, I'm gonna talk shit, bro. There's different times. It's different times now, though, bro. Like I used to get my ass whooped. That's not like something that's socially acceptable anymore. Oh yeah, well for parenting. Yeah, yeah, like. You got to get creative with it, I guess. Well, that's, I would say that's worse, though. Like, my, my kid would have to do something so horrible, though, because I'm like the type of parent that talks to him. I'm like, hey, dude, come on. Why are you doing that? Like, But think about it. Like, imagine I'm thinking of my childhood because I was pretty crazy. But I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm in trouble. I get hit. You learn your lesson, right? Then I'm, no. think, then I'm thinking, like, I'm in trouble. They uh, embarrass me at school. They embarrass me in front of. Everybody in my fucking age at school. Like, that's the kind of shit where, like, there's repercussions that they don't even think of. Like, I feel like... Like, fucking up the kids, like, mentally? Like, yeah, mentally, or, like, you're at school and you're getting talk. People are talking shit to you, depending on, like, what kind of personality you have. Like, you're going to end up fighting some kids or getting in trouble with, like, teachers and shit. I don't know, dude. I, I used to take care of kids with behavioral issues. And they talked about this, you know. Because well, yeah. Well, those kids had like, well, those, was it behavioral issues or did they have like mental well, things? Well, here's the thing, bro. Kind of both? What they taught me is just as applicable to life, like real life. Because All right. it was like, you know, they told us, you know, we don't hit these guys. Right. Because we don't want to, first of all. But the second part of it is, you would have to hit somebody so hard that they would fix whatever behavior they're having, which, you know, everybody has different pain levels, things like that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I'm not saying that I support hitting, but I'm saying that like some things like certain, these creative punishments that people come up with, some of them are so much worse than like a spanking. Uh, I haven't seen any real bad ones. There was a dad that got a lot of criticism for making his son run in the rain. Oh yeah, yeah. Some kid. I saw that one. Like that, that, that shit went viral. Like I, I don't feel that's like an that's old a one though. Punishment. I, I don't either. But I don't remember the specifics on it, but I do remember watching it, and I didn't think it was that bad either. I was like, so he's making him fucking go for a jog. Like it didn't seem that bad. Yeah, right? yeah. And I mean, he's doing something bad, like bullying other kids. I think. Yeah, I just think it's the stuff that you do that gets your kids humiliated. Like if you're having your kids be humiliated in front of people. Yeah, I don't think that's right either. That kind of stuff. I agree with that. Like. That affects them like their whole life. It's depending on their age too. Like if this kid's like in fucking seventh grade, he ain't gonna hear. He's gonna hear that shit until end of high school. Yeah, especially yeah. from his friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on the character of the kid too. Because I saw this other funny video, and it wasn't even a punishment. Like the brother would go pick his sister up from middle school. Oh, um, play the loud music. Play the loud ass music. Yeah, yeah. I would do that. But I feel like the kids that but that's would funny. be affected. By that, even. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. So I think it depends on the personality of the kid, too. And the parents. Some yeah. of them some of them go too far. Yeah, because I'm not going to say I haven't spanked my kids. But I know for sure my son, my middle son, he does not learn that way. <laughs> Dude, I know this girl, He's though. Gotta be the corner kid. I know for sure the mom was like, hold the guitar. Pluck the strings and sing this She's song. Got like 10 drafts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's got like 10 drafts in her fucking phone. But yeah, man, that shit. That that was funny, bro. I shared it, and I know I I laughed at it so much. My wife just kind of heard it. She's like, "Show it to me." <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Okay, well, there. Um, 
that's like a really lighthearted story. And there's something more serious that we saw in the news, but we've, we both found it super interesting. So we're going to talk about it. There's this guy, um, Ahmad Arbery who got killed in Georgia. Right. And so what, what I gathered from the story was he was jogging and, um, these two guys, Travis McMichael and his dad, George McMichael, um, followed him, confronted him. There was like a scuffle. And then they shot him like three times with, um, or at least three shots were heard. I don't know if they hit him three times, but they shot him. And then they allegedly said that it was because they suspected him of being, uh, a burglar that was like, there was burglaries around there recently or something. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad, the George guy, he's like a retired police officer. That shit's crazy, bro. Right. And immediately people look at the race because it was two white men and a black man. So like it's super apparent. Not not that it like was actually racially like a racial crime, but like, you know, when you see it black and white or just like in the news, people see color pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was reading up on the story and it just seems like there's a video of it and it just seems so weird to me that they would even try to like bring their guns i guess i don't know man why would you follow this dude that's weird that whole race thing like i kind of learned a little bit about it because i'm about race or about this about like how you said that a lot of people try to like throw the race thing into it yeah you always see people see race first a lot it's because people have a lot of unconscious bias bro it's basically like you know if you because i guess the reason they chased him down was because he was at a like construction site or something. He yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw it. So he went into, in the video or one of the videos, he stops at a construction site, right? And yeah, he goes yeah. inside this house that's being constructed, and yeah, like, yeah. there's a video of him in the house, but he doesn't like break or do anything. He's just basically looking at the construction, and he's in there for three minutes tops, and, they, runs out, right? and then runs out because he's jogging. Because he's jogging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I always wondered, like, what if that was a white guy? You know. I don't because know. I, I'm pretty sure they're looking at the color, bro. Because the the like these guys, the guys, the 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 father and son, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, man. It's it's hard when you've experienced like prejudice in your life. That's true. Because you always see it. Give it like a. I don't want to say it's a biased opinion about it because color is a a lot of like the reason why I think they chased him down because. What what would you do if some guy ran out of a truck with a gun? All know? right, dude, I'm going to tell you a story that I have that's similar to this, but isn't like exactly the same. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it wasn't even like, I'm pretty sure they were just fucking with me, but I was young and it freaked me the fuck out. I think I was like, I want to say I was in a sophomore, how, however old you are when you're a fucking sophomore, what, 16, 15? Yeah. Something like that. And uh, we live, my school is at the bottom of a hill and I live basically like right up the hill. Up the hill and then down the street a couple blocks, right? Yeah. So I'm walking up the hill. And I don't even think it's like directly after school, but I think it's like a, some time has passed and it's been after school, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm walking up this hill and then this truck comes by and they yell like, fuck you or something. And the way you can picture the truck is as soon as it passes me and it's basically like a picture like a diesel truck. Uh, it's got one of the, not the Confederate flag, but like that. 
like a the snake one, right? Yeah. Like, don't tread on me or whatever. Yeah, like a southern flag thing. Yeah. And I think like maybe a Confederate flag sticker, but like not in like a I don't know. I don't want to say it was like a racist way or something. But just but that's what it had on the back of the truck for sure because I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And they yell "fuck you," and I'm also the kind of kid that doesn't like getting yelled at. So as soon as they yelled it, I turn and I'm like, "Fuck you guys!" Right. <laughs> Immediate reaction. I was like, "Fuck these guys." Then the truck turns around, and it's like you know, you know the cowboy kids at schools. Like, there's the groups that like that look like cowboy kids. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. the beards already, and the camo clothes, the and the boots. Yeah, the boots and shit. So it looks like there's like four of those kids in the truck, right? And I want to say right in the middle of that hill that I'm walking up, there's a canal with like a dirt road. The truck starts coming back down, and my immediate thought is, I'm not gonna get my ass kicked by four fucking people right now. <laughs> so I start booking it down this fucking canal and the truck turns into the like opening of the it's canal. Holy it shit. drives a little bit, but it stops. And I think it's because the street, the little thing actually narrows more. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it'd be harder. I mean, I'm sure their truck could have made it, but like a, a slight turn one way, you know, and you're in the water, you're like on the little side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they stopped and I got like, I booked it so far, dude. I saw them stop and I still probably ran another like 10 minutes because <laughs> I was just like, I'm not trying to get caught by these guys and get my ass kicked. Well, yeah, four on one, you're, you're fucking any situation. Yeah. But even in that moment, just because I am like Mexican, you know, Mexican American and your parents always tell you stories about like some racial thing that happened or something, you know, they, it kind of gets put in your mind early. Yeah. Yeah. So like, even with that, I was like, I was like, fuck that. I ain't getting beat up by no redneck racist motherfuckers. You know, like that was my immediate thought. Yeah. <laughs> so like this dude because you see the video and he obviously he sees the guns and you can't hear any like talk oh, yeah, yeah. any any talk any like speech between them but they must have said something or uh he must have been alerted so like he goes for one of the he goes for the gun like he goes at the guy to stop him from either pointing the gun at him or they were probably threatening him or something right yeah yeah it's just crazy to me that shit like that still happens my my like big thought about this is whatever he could have stolen at that site was it really worth his life you know like was it really worth chasing this guy down with guns it's weird too right because the guy's the next police officer so you'd think he would have like a moral compass yeah 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 i i hate the stigma they put around cops now dude that like they're all bad you know that's true there's a bad stigma because like some cops do do things that they shouldn't be doing, but yeah, yeah. like a lot of them it's like don't. Any job, yeah, it's like any job because, except, well, I want to say it's like any job, but if one of them did something to you, I guess it's easier to blame all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's all these uh, cell phone warriors now. And cell phone warriors. Like, the videos that really piss me off are these videos where like there's people antagonizing the cops. Like, oh, you're talking about like the ones where like it's just like a routine traffic stop, and some fucking guy, and, and, random guy just comes up and starts or, recording. Yeah, it, and he's just he's like, yeah, he's like, I know my rights, blah blah. And the dude's basically like, some of them for sure. You watch those videos and you're like, this guy's just pulling you over because like you skip the stop sign or something. You yeah, know, they're just being douches to the cops. And I mean, there's there's a little like bit trying of trying to milk the cops to act bad, basically. Yeah, there's a little bit of respect that needs to be shown both ways, so that like those kind of altercations go right. But like this feels like they just straight hunted this guy down. It does look like it, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, 
Why did he have to run out there with the shotgun? There's two of them. Yeah, they follow him in like a truck too. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I don't then, understand that. In the video, like the truck is parked. And he also he sees the truck in the street and then he jogs around the truck. But then he comes back because they must have they like stopped. Yeah, because they must have um I don't know, yelled something or said something. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know, man. I I think if I heard correctly, like they had dropped any charges against them because they said it was self-defense or something no no. the first two like the first two prosecutors weren't gonna like prosecute at yeah, first yeah. but then they both i guess they were getting backlash maybe or something i was gonna say the only reason i think this came back up was because it caught so much fire from the internet yeah then they both got a uh, both the initial prosecutor prosecutors found ways out of it by like saying that they had worked with the father before in some sort of capacity because he's a police officer. Yeah, yeah. So, but then when they got to like the third or fourth prosecutor, I don't remember how many there was, they were both charged with a murder. But it took like two months and like people thought that the the family of that guy, of Ahmad Arbery, thought they weren't going to get justice or anything. Yeah, yeah. And then it caught fire on the internet. You know what's hard about these situations? Like imagine if there wasn't a video, bro. And they were just I think stuff. that's what actually, you know, the video got leaked by whoever had the video. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you have to act on the video. Like, if the public sees that kind of shit on tape, it's like... It's aggravating, bro. Yeah, the, the people have... The whatever institution has to do something or else, you know, you're going to have, like, fucking angry-ass citizens. Yeah, bro. That was, like... I don't know. Race is like a big subject to me, bro. <laughs> Cause I've experienced prejudice in my life and it's just like, it's a shitty thing, bro. Cause why would somebody judge you based off your skin color? You know, you it seems like a shitty. Off. Yeah. And it just does not seem worth killing someone. Like there's shitty people, no matter what color you are, to be honest. Like this is so sad, bro. Cause it could, it could have been any of us. He was know? only 25 too. How easy the guy who got killed was like a 25 year old gym teacher. That's what I'm saying, bro. How easily could have been any of us, you know, like somebody thinks that they're fucking whatever I could have stolen from that site, which I was just looking at was more important than my life. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. Sounds like it's like a weird citizens arrest gone wrong, but you don't know if they have ulterior motives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they had ulterior motives. I just think they had unconscious biases, unconscious biases. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're thinking, Oh, he's black. He's got to be the robber. He stopped at that house, you know, just making assumptions. I don't know. And then it just escalates from there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the situation escalated because of the guns too, bro. Like, if I saw a guy running at me with a shotgun, I'm not just going to fucking stand there and let him kill me. <laughs> that's true. That you see that's what it is. It's the gun or at least like if you're if he's really close to them, I assume he's really close to them, right? Yeah, yeah. So the gun makes him react. Yeah. Cuz you're not going to try to get you're not the gun would make me react anyway. And I mean, I don't get it. Like why the son get out with the gun? Like the dad's on top with the gun. Like if you want to confront the guy, you don't have to take the gun with you as well. Like I don't know. It's hard to say this stuff because when you're in a moment like that, you don't know how to react. You yeah, it's so sudden. It's like quick, quick, That's quick. That's what I hate about all these videos too. About not not that I hate anything that I'm against it, but like, wait up, finish your thought in a sec. We got to cut to another commercial and then we'll come back. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Pablo and Gerald because we still have no sponsors because. We haven't even looked for any, but uh, stay tuned because our shit is dope.
All right, we're back. Uh, Pablo's going to finish his thought on this uh, Ahmad Arbery guy getting killed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to kind of wrap it up, bro. Final thoughts. Fuck those guys for shooting him and bringing those guns into the situation. Um, I don't think whatever he could have stolen in that fucking building was worth his life. Do you think that they even that they might have said that they felt threatened, even though they're the ones that followed him? I'm sure. I'm sure they're they're trying to come up with whatever right now. Like, because I mean, they're they're claiming self defense. You fucking walked up to him with a gun. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I too, like, I think I see the whole thing. I read about it. I looked at it, and I was all like. I should probably be educated on this, even though we're the uneducated duo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, um, I don't know. I don't care what he really, or even if they were trying to make a citizen's arrest or anything, like, I feel like they made the situation escalate like that. Because if they saw the guy and they knew where he was going, you could have called, like, police if you thought he was really stealing I think they did call the police, man, because I, w- I watched a video where they said that there was multiple calls in. Yeah, but it's like neighbors, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the cops were called. These guys just took it upon themselves to be vigilantes. <laughs> like Batman? Fucking <laughs> asshole man. Asshole man. Yeah, asshole man. And All right, well, let's, let's move on to the hypothetical moment, man. Our, hypo- our hypothetical moment this episode is... Let me see which one did we pick. Oh, yeah. Okay. What if you had a chance to write a best-selling novel? What kind of novel would it be? Romance, mystery, a nonfiction? Just... It's a good one, man. It depends. Like, if I had unlimited income, I'd write a novel that I would read. <laughs> That's funny to say, but that you would read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, shit, I actually read now. I read a lot of war, right? Navy SEAL stuff, bro. And so, I my novel would definitely be like war related. I think it'd be. Ooh, that's hard, bro. Whether it's fiction or nonfiction, that's the hard part for me, because I could think of so many scenarios where I can make things up, but I can think of so many scenarios where you know, shit that actually happened. Like my mom works at the veterans home. Right. I could see myself like writing a novel, going and talking to these veterans and fucking getting their, their pers- stories, their and stories stuff, yeah, and shit. Like, and just writing a book about like each one of their lives, you know, because she tells me like how their existence is kind of, it's, it's sad, bro. Like a lot of these guys don't get visited and they're like, at the VA? Yeah, bro. They're, they're veterans, bro. Like, these people fought for our freedom and shit. Like, Vietnam War veterans and shit, you know? So, yeah, I think I'd write, like, a... So, would you do, like, a nonfiction, like, kind of like a, a telling of all their stories? Or would you do, like, a... You take their stories and then create, like, a fictional character that, like, goes through similar type things? Or... Yeah, yeah. What are you feeling? That's, that's the hard part for me to figure out, bro. Because maybe it'd be two books. I'd do a nonfiction and a fiction book, you know? like a short story book about some of their lives, you know, and then do like a, I mean, nowadays you could probably put both in the same book. Just be like, this is a real telling or like a fictional telling. And then put like the real stories that inspired it, like in the back of the book. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that, you know, cause I mean, when you've been to war and shit, there's a lot to tell, bro. Cause even just the movies and stories and books I read, like it's some hardcore shit, man. Like I was going to tell you, I just, uh, 
I was watching this movie called Benghazi. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-mm. Benghazi? Yeah, yeah. But basically, it's like the CIA or do you remember this guy named Gaddafi? Yeah. So the CIA are in there trying to get Gaddafi, like, take him down, basically. Okay. So they're, like, helping the rebellion or whatever. But nobody knows that the CIA is there. So they have to hire, like, private contractors to secure the place. And there's only, like, seven of them, bro. And in that, after they kill Gaddafi or whatever, the the place just, like, turns to shit, bro. Like, nobody's in charge. Like, so then all these rebellions attack them, and these seven guys got to defend, like, this fucking place and there's like 200 of like the rebels or whatever i don't know it's just a crazy ass story and it's got actually john krasinski in it i've never seen it i i never thought i could take him seriously but in roles yeah yeah but he's he's like a super serious role in there and does a good job but yeah i, I think i do like a war fiction non-fiction sort of duo kind of book thing bro like uh would you do it like um like a World War Two type thing, or um, I think, it or like a future, on, or like a war now. It would depend on like the VA people, because that's who I would go talk to is VA people, and they probably like Vietnam War, or the Gulf War, things like that, you know. So it'd probably be based around Vietnam and Gulf War. I think if I had a, like, if I'm thinking, I'm thinking of books I would want to write. Yeah, yeah. Well, my favorite book is Ender's Game. It's one of the like eight books I've read. And enjoyed. You know how there's always those books they make you read? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I read a bunch of books in school because, like, you had to read something, you know? So, like, I got through halfway of the series of unfortunate <laughs> events. I did, like, four Harry Potter books. I'm laughing because I wish I would have read more, bro. I but, just quick noted that shit. But the two books that I, like, are my two, like, favorite books, books that I actually, like, liked and read all the way through myself. I would probably say is Ender's Game, which is basically where they train like a kid and like like strategy uh-huh. to like be like a like a combat strategy dude. I don't know why they did it to kids. I can't remember specifically. I haven't read it in a long time. But they like they would put like little chips or like all the kids in this world had like little chips inserted in them. Yeah, yeah. And then there's also uh Oh, what's it called? Aragon. We read Aragon in like school one time. And that book was fucking interesting as fuck. So you'd write like a hella fictional book? I'd write a fictional book. But I don't know if I'd go for like... You know how there's like fiction? But it's... um Based more on reality. And then there's fiction where there's like creatures and shit. Yeah, yeah. Or like... Completely fake worlds and stuff. I think I'd write a fiction that was kind of like. Maybe not. Maybe kind of about war, but not about like humans in war. It'd probably be like us or maybe humans, but it'd be like some sort of space type shit. It's so hard, huh? Because it's hard to make bangers in books, bro. Like, Like a Harry Potter... Lord of the Rings sort of thing, you know, like Maze Runner shit like that. Those are like popular things that turn into movies, you know, it's really hard to. That turn into whole fucking franchises. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to turn something like that. That'd be crazy though to be like the author of one of those. Yeah, because you got to be so fucking creative. These people, (laughs) like they create lives. Yeah, yeah. Like extensive lives. 
for with, all those characters backstories with yeah, with like with like futures and backstories and the fucking their families, families, families tree. You know, they got fucking like relatives you've never even heard of and shit. Yeah, shit's crazy, bro. And then you got all the fans that do like their own mates, you know, like give every because there's some characters that don't get life. Like they don't get their backstory or whatever. So then you have like the fan created backstory. Yeah, I think I would do like a book about some sort of training program. Yeah, yeah. Or like kids are taken that are like highly skilled or like born with they're more adaptable, I guess, like they're more intelligent or whatever, in whatever way they're yeah, unique, yeah. you know? Something about training them. It's a, some sort of special force that helps oppose some sort of special force. You know what would be fucking crazy, bro? Like a gene modification book? Gene modification? Yeah, yeah, because they're getting to the point where, like, you can choose what your kid's going to look like. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I've, I've heard crazy. about that. Like, yeah, the, you yeah. can, like, be like, oh, I want my kid to have, like, blue eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit's crazy, I feel like that's going to become something in the future, you know, where you go and pay to have a certain type of kid or something. Well, there's a good movie. It's called, uh, I think it's called Gattaca, where like they basically, in that movie, they would take the best genes from both parents. Yeah, yeah. And your kid would be born with the best genes of both parents. Okay. Or you could have a kid the natural way, right? And, and, and it would have like random genes. Yeah, yeah. Like a normal child. And, um, the whole point of the movie, the guy, the uh, younger brother, no, the older brother actually was born naturally, like just regular birth. And the parents always thought of him as inferior to the younger brother that was given all the best genes and like became a detective and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But then he has like a moment of triumph where he beats his younger brother in something. So it's like, hell yeah. So, so it's like, can man really be manipulated or will like nature just natural selection actually like take its course take its yeah like it's a fucking good movie bro because it's like it shows him like struggle all the way through it's pretty dope yeah yeah i don't know that's that's some crazy shit bro because even like they've been making clones for a while too that'd be crazy a crazy theory too you know Uh, clones yeah yeah because they're like cloning cows and shit that'd be cool yeah, man. So I went with like a war fiction, nonfiction sort of thing, and you went with like just a fiction sort of life. Yeah, it's, it's more like a mine would be like a fiction, but like it'd be like the our world, like unified basically. Yeah, yeah. And then whatever are these characters end up becoming or whatever skills they develop would be to like. would go against some sort of other force i don't know exactly what i don't want i don't want to say like aliens or something but i want to say like maybe they're used to like take down rebellions or shit in the world you know you know a lot of the stories have to do with rebellion bro like the really good ones because like star wars i think that's just our taste hunger games yeah but those are our tastes i feel like those are like just general population it's always it's always easy i feel like to get me at least like super into something where i feel like they're trying to bring down some sort of 
something that's wrong. Like like in Hunger Games, like that whole fucking system is fucked up. Like twelve districts and yeah, yeah. But I feel like it was generally popular, bro. I don't feel like it's just like oh no, yeah, it's definitely based. generally popular. But what was that movie too about the girl who like she's a de- detractor or something because she has like free thought or whatever. You know how they're all separated into like the fuck is the name of the movie bro i don't know but my book would be a fiction book fucking teenage kids beating the shit out of like something (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it's kind of got me thinking man that's got me thinking now about like alternate lives worlds like the whole hunger game sort of thing yeah i would want to create like my own world where it's just like you can relate, but it's also like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. Like that. Some Harry Potter shit. I want people going to my amusement park, like, fuck yeah. I'm at Hogwarts. Yeah, man, because I don't know. That shit kind of just draws you in because it's it's like really it's like something that could happen, bro. The movie's called Divergent, bro. Oh, Divergent. I've heard it, but I haven't seen it. Like, I think if you like Hunger Games, you'd really like Divergent, bro. Because it's almost the same thing. It's like Maze Runner, right? Maze Runner was kind of like Hunger Games vibe. Like, teenage I never really watched kids the, uh, and shit. the Maze Runner, oddly enough. But yeah, man. That'd be pretty crazy. I just want to kind of give back to these people. Like I just want to have a picture in the back of my book. You know how like they have the author picture in the back? Yeah, yeah. I just want to have a picture of me with glasses, except like, you know that classic pose where like, it's kind of in your mouth, but it's not in your mouth, and it looks like you're thinking. <laughs> that's just that's the no, picture no. I want to take for the back of my novel. You should, you should do like your baby picture. <laughs> and I would definitely base a character like around myself, but it wouldn't be like a main character. It'd be like some side character for like humor. Really? Yeah, just make fun of myself in my own book. Why not, man? Why wouldn't you be the main character? Nah. Weird, man. You'd have to be making them up. Yeah, that's that's, that's weird because all the great writers, you know, they never put themselves at the forefront of anything. Oh, yeah. Why would you, bro? You're making the best fucking shit ever. (laughs) I guess you don't know at the time, but yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. That was a pretty good question. I'm yeah, a shitty a, ass a, writer though. I'm a shitty writer too. Yeah, yeah. I could see myself making like animated movies. I remember specifically my English teacher telling me that like run-on sentences were a fucking thing for me. Like put a fucking period in there, bro. And I was like, all right, calm down. Before <laughs> I write anything or post anything on Facebook, I'm like, Larissa, does this sound right? <laughs> just point, that's just your right? just on your Facebook status. Yeah, is yeah. It, are these spelled correctly? I don't like to sound like an idiot, bro. Like, that's I true, man. That people be fucking calling you out too. Yeah, you yeah. misspell one word, and people are like, "That's not how it's spelled." It's like, yeah, yeah, shut yeah, like the fuck up. You read it right. Point. Somebody's trying to make a point, and they're like, "It's not there. It's there." Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I hate punctuation, bro. Yeah, fuck I've been out of school too long, man. My sentences don't make any fucking sense. Yeah, fuck. Alright, well, that's the end of our episode. Episode 14, man. Shit, bro. 14. 13 weeks going strong. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all the uneducated duo. Hit us up for stickers, man. I'm looking at a pile of them right now. We throw up the uh, One Gotta Goes all the time and hypotheticals. We'll probably, like, even put up some stuff that we don't really talk about in some episodes that we just thought was interesting. 
Because we think we think a shit sometimes, but then we think to ourselves, eh, we won't like use that this time. <laughs> yeah. So uh peace. Peace out.